Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let them have it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Two on the fan. It's Tiki and Tierney all in time here on the show. Yeah, I'm all in on Daniel Jones. I'm all in on Daniel Jones being the quarterback of the Giants for a long time. Uh, I am all in on Daniel Jones eventually lifting the Giants to heights past where they, you know, what they reached this year. You know, getting past that division around perhaps. Maybe messing around getting to a conference championship. Maybe messing around doing an Eli. You know, at least one of them. I really like Daniel Jones. But I don't like Daniel Jones for money that I think might come his way. Not given the position that the Giants are currently in. And it's a fine line. And it's razor thin between saying, this kid could play. He's big. He's strong. He's got a good arm. His placement's good. He's an elite athlete. He's a quiet leader. He's emotionally stable. Emotionally reliable. It's a great extension of the franchise. And a kid's tough. All right? We like Daniel Jones. I really like him. I don't like him for $40 million. If somebody comes and they come knocking hard, I think the Giants' new regime will have to be the cutthroat operators that I envision them being with everything that impacts their team moving forward. You want to keep Jones. You want to build around Jones. You want to add weapons for Jones. You want to keep this going with Jones and Dayball. Got to be at the right price. It's not a blank check. Yeah, so I'm... Look, I I think that without Daniel Jones, it puts you in a very difficult, well, now what situation? Are you going to go with a young player? Are you going to go try to find some veteran? I guess you have Tyrod Taylor that's already there. But it just it feels a little less, like, I don't know, appealing. Like, the, like as a fan, like, watching it, if it's now just a, well, we got a bridge guy. Well, we got a, you know, we're going to get another young guy restarting again. It just feels less... I don't know, growth potential, less growth potential there if Daniel Jones isn't the guy. But with that being said, even though Joe Shane is one of these guys who you, you could sit down, have a beer with, you know you're gonna get honest conversation, you know he's gonna he's gonna smile, he's gonna he's gonna make you feel good about the situation you're in. He's also very prudent and it, to me it feels um wary of of putting himself in cap hell. So I know what your concern is, but I don't think that Joe Shane is going to let himself that let that happen to him. And even though he really wants Daniel Jones, and I really want Daniel Jones, I think the fan base has come to want Daniel Jones. 
I think it won't be at the detriment of the long-term financial health of this Giants team. Because once you get into that situation, it, you become like the Rams. Win a championship or uh, uh, at all by all means, and if you and if you once you do, you got to break down and rebuild it all over again. I don't think the Giants are going to do that because that's a tough spot to be in. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Tiki and Tierney here on the fan inside of our Town Fair Tire Studio. Uh, friends of Town Fair reminds that you always get the guarantee lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair. Nobody. I mean, listen, if they had a crystal ball, which nobody does, they would have picked up the fifth-year option. <laughs> and they'd be paying them $22 million next year. Yeah. Imagine if Daniel Jones signs, which he never would, a $22 million contract for next season. We'd be saying, oh, my God, <laughs> what a heist. What a steal. <laughs> Giants are set up. They are ready to roll. Now, I get why they didn't. It was a bit of a it would, jump. It would have been irresponsible. I agree with that. It would have been irresponsible. There were injuries. There was... Certainly some highlight real things that gave you a belief. Maybe he could be that guy, but other moments with the fumbles and the other stuff, maybe he's not the guy. They had to evaluate. And by the way, it probably incentivized him. to. I know he's already a hard worker. Like You're not going to find a harder worker uh, than Daniel Jones, but it probably incentivized him to even go farther and work even harder because he knew he was basically playing for his job. Mm -hmm. And I don't care who you are, whether you're a superstar like Aaron Aaron, uh, Judge, or you're just, I don't know, the guy who's the 50th guy on the roster trying to make the team as a special teams guy. Like When you're playing for your job, you you just tend to play better. right? Now the question becomes, after you've earned it and you get a new contract, what do you do then? Do you lay it down? Do you take it easy? Or do you keep grinding? I think Daniel Jones is the kind of kid that's going to keep grinding. Oh, regardless. my God, no doubt about so, that. So, Zero doubt. So that's what makes it, I don't say more worth it, but it makes it worth it. To commit to him, even if it's just for the short term, not the like, not like an eight year deal, like a three or four year deal. Yeah, and the other thing too, like you know, Baker Mayfield. Just to, I'm going to throw him into the conversation for a moment. Like Baker's second year, no, his rookie year, he set a rookie record. That's yes, right. Yes, twenty seven touchdowns. Yes. and then Herbert broke that the following year. Yes, but there were early signs with Baker, right? Yep. Where you're like, man, this this kid's he's elevating a little bit. He's mm-hmm. he's good. He's getting his team in the end zone. But there's always a – and I know you felt this because we've worked together for over 10 years now. We both looked at him as a little bit of smoke and mirrors. Yeah. Just based on his arm slot. Yeah, like he was taking – Like he was stepping a little bit outside of his his actual, I don't know, talent level. There, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess what I'm trying to say is, yes, that for sure. But with Baker – there were more visible limitations mm-hmm. that I think the even the, not even a scout or a former player can see. I think the average fan can see. With Daniel Jones, that's where I really want to be fair. I don't see one obvious limitation mm-hmm. except what he's playing with. Yeah, they mean the talent around. The talent, him. Yeah. I don't see one he's physical big, show, like, impediment. I, I forget, not one. I forgot what game it was. Middle of the season, they were talking about Daniel Jones and how why he's so good at making these like these these slow these slants. These slant throws, it was to Hodgins or, or Richie Jane, whoever it is. And a lot of times it would be in the second window, right? The first window is just, it's just not there. Someone's, you know, drifting into the flat. So you, it's overlapping the slant so you can't throw it. But he just waits, holds the ball an extra second, and he throws it in the second window. And, it's, and they were explaining why he's so good at it. And it was so simple because you look at Russell Wilson, who struggled all year doing stuff like that. Zach even struggled doing stuff oh, like yeah. that. Baker I mean, Mayfield Zach screen pass. Yeah, Baker Mayfield struggles with things like that. Mm-hmm. And the reason I forgot what analyst it was. Maybe maybe it was Trent Trent Green. But he's like the reason he has no problems with that is because he's so big, right? The line is not an impediment to him. Mm-hmm. I and mean, some of these smaller quarterbacks, 
Like, the line is a, an impediment, meaning that your offensive line is an impediment for a second window throw. For Daniel Jones, who's 6'4", you know, he's just big as hell. He throws overhand, doesn't throw sidearm. He doesn't like – he, he throws overhand. Those throws are easy for him. And so – there's just to your point, BT. There's so many skills and skill sets that he has. I, that's why I don't think he's even scratched the surface yet of how good he can actually be. And I'll throw some great talent around him. Yep. And get an offensive line and secure your offensive line that, that's that's more solidified. You keep great coaching. Um, hopefully, Mike Kafka doesn't get this job, even though I wish the best for him. Um, then Daniel Jones, who knows how how good he can actually get. All right, Teak. Eight seven seven three three seven six 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 is our number. It's twelve oh nine. It's the fan. Uh, we got you until 2, and then it's Carton and Roberts coming up after us. So, all day here on The Fan. Let's get back to the calls, and let's see what uh, let's see what Frank wants to say out in Syosset. What's going on there, Frankie? Hi, guys. What's um, up, Frank? I was listening to the Sunday morning show around the 10 or 11 o'clock hour. You had an NFL executive on that was talking a lot about his opinions of Daniel Jones. Okay. And he said in a, in a structured system, he's a good quarterback. He's not a $40 million quarterback. He said he's a $25 million quarterback. And when you pick up the pace in the game, that's when his flaws come out. That was his opinion. I don't remember the guy's name. It was in the 10, 11 o'clock hour on Sunday morning. He's an NFL executive. Uh, you had him on the show. Uh, Tiki, I just wanted you to know the caller that called you in yesterday yeah. and said that uh, the morning show host, the 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock hour that was trashing Giant fans, yes. that is absolutely true. Oh, come on. Yeah, when, when, when fans were calling in about the uh, 4th and eight call, he was all over us. He was saying we were ridiculous, that we shouldn't have wanted to give the ball back uh, to the Eagles, that it was a win, uh, winning game. It was a one and done and all that, and we were out of our minds for thinking that. I don't agree. Yeah. Um, and just who one said, more point. Know, who the, said uh, you're talking about our morning show. I don't even know what you're talking yes, about. Yes, your morning sh- the Sunday morning show. You had a fan calling well, yesterday and say that uh, the host of that morning show, Costas. which was a six, seven, 7 o'clock hour, was, was Nick Cost- Giant fans. Yeah, so call him up. Yeah, I mean, he want us he's not local, man. He doesn't know us. He doesn't know uh, us. Oh, yeah, I just Sal. wanted you to know. Yeah, Sal and Moose? Sal and you know. Moose? Oh, got it, got it. Yeah, uh, and, and one other thing. Uh, about the Eagles game, they were double-teaming us. You were right about the line. I spoke to you a week ago before the game took place, and uh, they were double-teaming guys on our defensive line. Yeah, I, I mean, that's. I mean, Dexter Lawrence is the guy you have to double, and that's why he he didn't – Wink was so good all season long, Wink Martindale, RDC, of getting Dexter Lawrence in one-on-one situations. The Eagles were committed to not letting that happen. So he wasn't – and he didn't He didn't really show up in the game. Not all his fault, but it just is what it is. And they got the ball out pretty quickly. But just to, to Daniel Jones really quickly, I know what people will say are the limitations of him. You know, and it's easy to say this. Oh, in hurry-up situations, Daniel Jones isn't – isn't elite, right? Did that, he say a scout said? I didn't hear that. Yeah, that was on said, Sunday. He said or an executive Sunday did. I'm, I'm not exactly sure who okay. it was. I'd have, I'd have to go listen to it. Gotcha. But I mean, what what he's referring to is like a two minute situation where a quarterback is essentially calling the game, not fully himself, but mostly himself at the line of scrimmage and making decisions, getting the line set. Calling the protection, communicating the the the, pat, the throw, whatever it may be, with hand signals. I remember Eli was great at this. He was unbelievable at getting up to the line of scrimmage, getting the protection turn or, or zone, whatever it was, communicating the throws, 
snapping the ball and getting the ball out quickly. Eli was great at it. I could agree that Daniel Jones isn't great at that yet, but I don't think he's ever had to like learn it to be great at it. You know what I mean? It's not like um, you know this system is predicated on speed. The Giants' system is predicated on patience and and slowing the pace down. It's just it's just how they play, and it's why you know even these these fourth quarter you know come from behind wins. He had five of them, I think, on the season, maybe even six on the season. The reason that he was able to do them is because there was no urgency. He was just moving the ball down the field, making the right decision, making the right play. Like the hurry up offense is not something that he's that he's been good at because he hasn't been tested enough at it. Yeah, it could be a limitation, but it's not one I'm worried about. All right, let's get Norm in Maywood. Norm is on the fan with Tiki and Tierney. What's up, Norm? Hey, what's up, guys? Norm! A little disappointed about the game Saturday, but hey, man, you know what? I just didn't expect that scenario. Yeah. That we were relevant, and that threw me off. But you know what? Props to the Eagles, right? I mean, you have to give props to the Eagles. We were trying. We weren't like we weren't trying. So, anyway. But I'm caught about the Daniel Jones. You were mentioning about how... The line is not a thing for him because he's so tall. Yeah. But I was just noticing this year that I was surprised. He gets a lot of passes tipped or touched, and I'm surprised because he is so big. Well, I mean, it's uh, some of some of you got to give credit to the defensive lines. I mean, these guys get stoned, yeah, I guess, I right? Guess. They get stoned. The smart thing to do is is stop rushing and just wait for, and read the quarterback and throw your hands up. But I, I don't. Right. I don't think. I mean, there's certain guys. I mean, Zach would get. You know, it seems like every game there was a ball that was tipped because he's trying to lay down his arms slot and throw it, you know, underneath a player. And Baker was the same way, and Tua even had some of these uh, that happened. I I don't remember seeing it a lot from Daniel Jones. Hold on, I'm looking the numbers up here. Uh, let's Tip see. passes, you mean? Yeah, yeah. All right. So Joe Burrow, and by the way, having balls batted down is not an indication of of, of where you are. You know that, but mm-hmm. uh, Joe Burrow, 24 bats. Justin Herbert, 23. Trevor Lawrence, 17. Josh Allen, 14. I'm cherry-picking. Jalen yeah. Hurts, 13. Uh, but Daniel Jones only had 11, which is 16th in the NFL. Yeah, I didn't think it was yeah, a lot. so that's uh, inaccurate. No. Once again, just calling up shows and throwing something out there. <laughs> that's what we do. <laughs> only we're allowed to do that. You guys aren't allowed to do that. I like that uh, Dove. I was a little surprised. Dove got the – every time he calls, I always say, Norm. <laughs> And and I feel like no one gets it because I get n- it. nobody reacts. Cheers, man. Yeah, but I'm sur- I'm uh, uh, pleasantly surprised that Dove got the reference. He did. He said in my ear. He's like, "Cheers, great job, that a boy, great job, Dove, that a boy, great show." <laughs> Red Sox fan, huh? <laughs> have you actually been? Yes, I have to both. I, uh, what do you mean both? One is just the facade. Oh no, no, I've been to the I've been to the actual place. I haven't been to the facade. No, yeah. no, no, no. The the actual place, which is tiny. Uh, I, I've like been to walk, Cheers in where, Boston. Where you walk down the no, stairs? No, not the one where you walk downstairs. Where you actually not the one that's seen on camera for the yeah, actual yeah, show. Yeah. One that's it's there was no walk there. The big it's one. It's big. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. the one I've been to. That, I've been to both. The the one it was funny because the one I went to, it, which is the actual one. Um, with the stairs, you go downstairs. I was I had just been at a Red Sox game because I was doing a um, a piece for the Today Show on ballparks. Okay, and you know it was like amber waves of cream, all those things. I chose ballparks, and so my story was on all the ballparks. So we visited uh, Fenway, and we talked to wow. the owners of the Fenway. Um, 
uh, forget the Fenway Sports Group. I forget the the, the guys. Is that name. Henry's group. Yeah, Henry and and Warner. Uh-huh. And so we go to the game, and we're sitting in the in the owner's box. He's like, "Hey, you want to go sit?" You know, on the on the first baseline. I was, yeah, he's like, "Those are my seats right next to the dugout." I'm like, "Sure, of course." So I go down there. We, me and Tracy, we sit there for I don't know a couple innings. And then we leave after the game, and we go to Cheers. And we walk in, and everybody's like, "Oh, Tiki, we saw you at the game." <laughs> it was bizarre. Tiki, it was like Tiki, hey, give me the beer. Uh, so I sat in the Norm Quarter, where they actually have a, like a little thing there, the Norm Quarter, in order to beer. Really, it was cool. Any mailmen hanging out? Uh, no, I, some, did, I did not see any mailmen. But it's tiny. Like the original trivia? one is tiny. Oh, listen, the, 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 the awesome. other one is big. So let's see how much research you did on Fenway. If you were just uh, collecting a paycheck from NBC or you actually did some homework. <laughs> how high is the Green Monster? I need the, a little quiz. I, I have no idea. Come on, man. That's, that's Take a, a guess, that's, bud. That's a, that's a BT stat. Well, no, no, I get that, but you're a smart guy. So think about this. The average left fielder, let's say six feet. Think yeah. just, in, just think in relation to a human. Try to piece together some so sort of six, footage. I'm going to say 40 feet. 40 feet. Dove, do you know the answer? <laughs> I don't. You don't know the answer? Hoff, do you know the answer? 30 feet. 37. I was closer than Hoff. Yeah. I didn't go over. <laughs> but you went over, so you lost. Whammy. No, that? it's what the wrong that? show, dude. What was that show? It's the showcase showdown, Price is Right. I just watched something on Netflix about the guy who knew too much about the Price is Right. There was this mathematician. He was like basically a genius. Okay. And he he went to, I think, 50 or 60 tapings. With the sole goal to get on the show. Yeah. Because he would watch every show and he would created this whole extensive database. I'll get out of here. I swear to God. And then he would memorize it? Of every product that was like Dinty Moore stew. Uh Uh-huh. It's a new car. You know, like some $10,000 piece of crap with no radio. You know what I mean? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like he had, and he just inputted it and he finally got called. And he basically knew everything. <laughs> that's awesome. And then he, like, but all the so time. So he gamed the system. He, that, that's what it was about. It was on Netflix. I that's just saw awesome. the other night. It was very good. <laughs> he would awesome. sit. He would sit in the crowd, and you know, when they call the first five, come on down. Yeah. You know, you're the next contestant on the prize, right? And people would look to him, and he would he would say like four ninety five, and he would God. nail it. It was uncanny. <laughs> it was good. Oh, so he's cheating for everybody. Yes. <laughs> Better than the, the other thing we watched was, was the Dahmer stuff, which oh. I told you. No, nah, I, I can't go you back to that. You got back to, that. to it? No, no, no chance no in hell. Chance. No. I, wa- I told you I wanted to shut the first episode off. I wanted to. And I said, I can't watch. I think there's three or four. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'll never, I'll never watch number two. No, <laughs> not happening. Me either. Take the knee of the New York Giants are the Super Bowl 42 champions. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. They knock off the mighty Patriots 17 to 14. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. Lord willing, I'm sitting here in 20 years. I'm going to be saying this is a good one. It ain't ever going to get old. Ah, little doctor, feel good. It's 1226 on the Fantiki and Tierney Show. Who's it's, the one that calls It's funny. Like, I thought that was it, but I couldn't quite get it. Who's the one making feel all right? And then when you said it, it made it, it snapped in. Bam! Uh, we've got guy thing, not a guy thing coming up. Pop, you ready to be a star again? Always. Your sh- your star is beginning to really, really shine brightly. I mean, he's going for his fifth in a row. Tiki and Tierney pick of the day mm-hmm. coming up at one forty before Cardinal Roberts. He's nailed four in a row on the ice. Uh, guy thing, not a guy thing has been money. 
Uh, you know, we, we've gotten our guy back from he, he was he was wallowing, and I understand it. Like really, I, the Correa thing put you in a little bit of a loop. It, it bent your sides, it twisted you around a little bit. It was very um, not negative, but very ornery. I guess you could say. What it's, was it's worse? Good to have was, you back. What was worse, the Grom, which who you knew you wanted, you did, likely was going to leave, or the Correa? I don't know debacle. That's tough. Um, I think that the Grom thing was bigger than the Correa. The Correa was nice for like a nice 19 days, whatever day, how many days it was. Yeah. The, the Grom, he's our guy. Yeah. I really wanted him here. I know we pivoted, but I still, there was a lot of, I still think in the end, Mets didn't want him here. I think he you're didn't right. want to be here, but they didn't want him here I th- either. I think you're right. It was a master class on how to get rid of a legend and, and save face. Yeah. Well, and from his point of view, from. Evan's point of view from all the Met fans, nothing usurps sentimentality. No, that's uh, true. nothing. No. I mean, it's just it's that's, except for a championship. It was, well, for sure, yeah. But that's that, you're not going to know that for I don't know eight Hopefully ten months this year. Exactly, sometime <laughs> this year. Well, the good thing is. Like Jeff McNeil was spotted at City Field yesterday taking pictures. So like, taking uh, pictures of what? The new outfield fence out there? No, he was, he was dimensions. Taking, he was taking pictures of Tom Seaver's statue. Was he so, really? Yeah. And oh, wow. So That's people cool. are trying to trying to speculate: Is he? Are they what? working on an extension talk? Ah, That's, oh, that'd oh, be cool. He's in town getting ready to crunch some numbers with uh, Stevie Boy. But why would he be taking pictures of Seaver? I don't know. He just was just, he just like, hey, <laughs> all year to do that. Well, the other way is that he had the meeting and didn't go well, and yeah. he's about to be traded, and he's getting pictures before he gets dealt. Oh, no. That's See, not, I'm not, just kidding. Are you joking? On. He's but, my favorite Met. By the way, you're joking, him. BT. It's a lefty Irishman. That was my, when he said that, that mm-hmm. was my thought. Yeah. Wait, is he leaving? No, he's not going anywhere. You guys going to hit 315 when your roll's out of bed. He's he, not going anywhere. I know he is. I love him. He wants an extension, and they're going to give it to him, and they're going to say, all right, we'll trade you. Uh, to Stop. an advantageous place. This Go is get not you. the NBA where they just make <laughs> trades like that. No, well, hold on a second. Go Minnesota traded away the batting t- uh, title champ. Well, they, they, they said they trans- f- well, that's true. They just did. You're absolutely right. That is factually correct. They did. Mm. And By the, the way, I wish the Yankees would have been in on that a little mm. bit there. Oh, my goodness. That I really a nice move. I uh. mean, they got Pablo Lopez for that. I don't know who the Yankees would have given up. Uh-huh. But here's the thing is, though. You want to break this down r- ridiculously. The Mets actually have a surplus of infielders. So... If they're not going to sign Jeff McNeil, mm. and this is just should, so far out you there, should get value. I hear you. You know what? Because you got Escobar, you got Beatty. Escobar can play second base. You got Beatty. You could it, obviously Lador's at shortstop. So there you go. Tra- trade chip. I don't want that to happen. That's mm-hmm. not supposed to be in the universe. I'm not doing that. But I'm saying, excited, I love go- how excited you get over baseball. I, I just love that. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hands are flying. You're like me. Yes. Gyrating like the veins. I. By the way, tomorrow, one month away, Yanks and Mets both playing a game. Let's go. Down to Florida. Let's go. 877-337-6666 is our number. Teak and Tierney on the fan. Uh, do a little more baseball later because I, I was looking at some of this Hall of Fame stuff. We'll get the announcement tonight. Mm-hmm. I know it's not as sexy with, you know, with the Clemens and the Bonds yeah. and the Schilling and, you know, the stuff that really, really is intriguing. Uh, I got a couple of thoughts on who's going in, if anybody. I'll squeeze that in a little bit after 1 o'clock. So, uh, Teague, as we talk about Daniel Jones as a high, as the highest priority for the Giants right now, although it's got to be at the right cost, and we both think that it will be, you know, I am uh, I am prepared to go on the record. I've thought about this a lot. We've talked about it a little bit today. Uh, but when when I look at what the Jets should truly be doing yeah. to, to address their OC and their quarterback spot, yeah. I think the one move, because it uh, fulfills both, I think you hire Hackett, and I think you trade for Rodgers. That's my plan. So it's interesting. It's, it's interesting because Nathaniel Hackett, after colossal failure as a head coach, he was a a well thought of, maybe one of the most highly thought of coordinators after Aaron Rodgers won back to back MVPs, and he gets a head coaching gig, and he tried to do so much that he couldn't do anything, and it just it crushed it. That crushes your reputation. Think how long it took Steve Wilkes to get another opportunity, which was in Carolina this year as an, on an interim sp- uh, spot. But that was five years, four or five years. So Nathaniel Hackett needs a a refreshing of his resume. He needs a a reset of and, a, and get people to remember how good he is as a coordinator. And why I think it makes a lot of sense for the Jets is because he's not threatening. Like, you remember how we talked about this? You bring in a coordinator just in case Salah gets fired. You have your coordinator that's right there. But For that, sure. But that also kind of put, puts pressure on Robert Salah because he knows that his successor's sitting right behind him. I think because of what happened with Nathaniel, uh, Nathaniel Hackett last season in Denver, that fear is not there for the Jets or, or Robert Salah. And with that being Should said— Should it be, though? Just to throw a different—I'm um, curious. No, Should I don't think be? so because I, I'm, not, I'm not in the— in my mind, I'm not saying, Robert Sala, this is do it right and win a championship or else, or playoffs, or what else. But you don't think they're – I know that Woody I, bypassed the mandate. Yeah. See, to me, you have to make the playoffs next year. Well, I think that happens anyways. But, but that, if it that, doesn't. I, if, it depends on how it does it, right? Because the AFC is, is freaking amazing, BT. It just, they're just good. Like, there's so many good teams. We talk about them all the time. The two teams that are still left, the Bills, the Jaguars are coming. Who knows if Miami, if Tua stays healthy. I mean, Bill O'Brien is back with the with the page. I mean, the AFC is a juggernaut, no matter how you look at it. So, so that notwithstanding, Nathaniel Hackett, I think one of the reasons he got the job in Denver, and I don't know this, but you know, Gallo could probably answer this because he's a big Denver fan, but it, one of the reasons he got the job is because there was speculation that he was going to bring Aaron Rodgers with him. Like the contract extension that he got wasn't going to get worked out. He was going to leave, like we've been talking about all morning. You know, every year Aaron Rodgers is leaving the the Green Bay Packers. He was going to leave the Packers and go with Tackett to Denver. And then you have this really good defense and an Aaron Rodgers led offense. 
I mean, the Denver Broncos would not have been as irrelevant as they were with, with Russell Wilson. So Russell Wilson was like the backup plan. And so now you just reset that and bring it to New York with the Jets as mm-hmm. opposed to going to Denver. Plug and play. It just, it's, exactly, it's, plug, it's plug and play. You come right in, you get a coordinator who's trying to remake himself, a, a, a quarterback who's aging and trying to chase that last championship with a team that's ready built to win a championship, it just makes the most sense if if it can work itself out. Oh, man, that's an appealing plan. It's an appealing plan. And I even said earlier in the show to Teek, I said, you know, if you do that, I, assuming that the Jets want to find a way to try to keep Wilson in the building and try to coerce something out of him yeah. before they look horrible by just getting rid of him like that, to get rid of Darnold, et cetera, mm-hmm. and everybody else before him, you know, this is probably the only way to make it happen. Yeah, because he's a bridge. He's not, he's not a, a full replacement. He's not like a Derek Carr who is fully replacing, in my mind, Zach Wilson. Correct. It is a all right, kid. You're gonna you're gonna sit there for a, a year. Then you're gonna watch. And you're gonna watch. And if you figure it out, then then we got you. If not, we're gonna move on from you after your rookie deal is up. And they also had a great rapport. Remember, let not this past year, the yeah. year before, they went out to Green Bay for those joint practices, and Rodgers was very complimentary about mm-hmm. about Zach Wilson. Now maybe he was just saying the, the same thing, but you know, stylistically, they've been compared. To, like, listen, the last thing you want to have is. Imagine like um, I'm just throwing out crazy examples here, but imagine having like a uh, Michael Vick and Eli. Yeah, like they're they're, they're not remotely. There's no transferable skill. Makes no sense. Exactly. But Wilson watching Rodgers, it does. I think you're right. It does. Skill sets are the same. Mm-hmm. 877-337-6666. We've got a guy thing, not a guy thing coming up a little bit. Let's get to Crown Heights. Falcon is on the show. What's up, Falcon? Yo, man. Thanks for taking me, man. What's okay. up, Falcon? Look, you got it, buddy. I'm a Jets fan from the name of days, okay? Oh, nice. All right, look. Brady and Gronk are available. Aren't they free? Yes, but I don't think Gronk wants to. I mean, does he really want to play? Let me ask you something. <laughs> Brady and Gronk would light New York up. For a year. Pay, yeah, that's what we want. Yeah, it's I one guess. year. I guess. Pay them anything they want for one year. Mm. New York would be electric. It would be incredible. And they would definitely make the playoffs. I mean, I I, I can't disagree with you, Falcon. Appreciate you. You call, don't need Gronk. I, I get the Brady stuff. Thanks for the call, Falcon. As well, to me, it's still I like the Hackett Rogers thing better as a duo. How many times is Gronk going to retire? I don't know. <laughs> and that was kicking field goals. He's got some sort of national yeah. campaign. He's booting away. But don't you think that there's at least an outside chance with with his boy going back to New England? Billy O'Brien. Oh yeah, that Brady. I've always told you that I think that a reunion for the Patriots have, yeah. is and in the cards. I just, perhaps. I just couldn't I've see said it. that. Um, but now we're tired of Mac Jones. Yeah, <laughs> he went behind Bill Belichick's back. He did we talked he about did. that? Bill's not putting up with that nonsense. He did, unless he was right. Mm. Bill was Bill was undercutting his own team. But do you think that Bill, even yes, Bill is smart enough to know if Mac was right? Is Bill? Honest enough with himself to assess. It's a good question. <laughs> the situation, the way it needs to be assessed, without like levying some punitive punishment yeah. toward Mac Jones for doing what was right, but might not be right in the eyes of the head coach for going behind my back. If, if Bill was younger, I would say no. Yeah, but I think because he's—I mean, how many years does Bill have left? 
like I, a couple two. Maybe. I mean, yeah, I think exactly. it's just about cooked with it. I think unless unless Tom Brady's coming back, yeah, I think he's not he's not even emotionally punishing Mac Jones because he knows that Mac Jones was right. Yeah, interesting. See, I actually want the Patriots to get Brady so that we can roll in there and end this thirteen game <laughs> losing streak and get get back Gronk if you want, so we them. can beat their ass. <laughs> I want to I want to play the first Sunday night game. You know, Rodgers versus Brady. We'll even go to your crib. We'll play at your house. Let's go. I hate politics, by the way. Now there's Instead, it's going to be Mac Jones now versus there's classified uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Do- documents at Mike Pence's house, too. I mean, come on. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> this is with ridiculous. this nonsense. We get this stuff off. Why is this even on? Go for it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Even Rex Ryan's doing a little politicking for Mr. Rogers, huh? Uh, Tiki and Tierney back on the fan. How about this tweet as well? Uh, Dove Kleiman had this. And uh, let's see. An hour ago or so. Update. The Packers will not be trading Aaron Rodgers within the NFC. Mm. They will, quote, explore the idea of trading the quarterback exclusively to the AFC. Per Adam Schefter. All right. So that puts the Jets, obviously, yeah. the Raiders. Yeah. Have moved on, at least, in, in, at least we think they are going to move on from Derek Carr. And I think the Raiders will be kicking the towers on Brady as well. So yep. that's, uh, yep. Uh-huh. And potentially. Who? The Titans? Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens? The Ravens. I don't see and that. I, have, I mean, if, the the, if they can't work out something with Lamar, yeah. and Lamar is now free, they have a really good defense. I, I don't think their offensive talent is great, but. The Ravens, if they have a real urgency to to win a championship, wh- why would you not bring in the best available quarterback? And it looks like it's going to be Aaron Rodgers. Interesting. I, I just think the easier path is to keep your own really awesome quarterback. <laughs> that would probably be a little more seamless. But <laughs> that's, a good, uh, you know, that's a good point. Has it happened yet? They don't, they don't <laughs> want to pay that man. They don't, and and that, here's here's the mitigator for a lot of teams, or not not even a mitigator. It's just the benefit because the the deal was signed in Green Bay, and the bonus is Green Bay's to their cap. The cap hit is $24.5 million over the next two years each. So $48 million cap hit for two the next two years. Uh huh. That's amazing for well, Aaron Rodgers. I, that's good. That's true, uh, and that's important. And the other thing, too, is, you know, um, Derek Carr is obviously below the legends we just mentioned here, but yeah. there's a handful of really, really good quarterbacks available this, this offseason. Mm-hmm. Much better than just one. Because if there's one guy, I mean, you've got four or five teams coming from every angle. You might have to throw yeah. another first-round pick. He controls the narrative. Yeah. Like it's, it's all him. Uh, yeah. Jets, if the Jets play this right, they're, listen, they're obviously going to have a better quarterback situation next year than this year. Can they have an all-time one? I We'll see. Joe Douglas made great trades before. Let's go, Joe. 877-337-6666. Uh, Mr. Hoff, you ready to shine, buddy? Let's go. Let's go. Hey, guys. Now it's time to ponder the eternal struggle. Guy thing, not a guy thing. All right, Hoppy. So Saturday, Saturday night, specifically, was not really a great night for uh, Giants fans or whatnot. And Sunday wasn't really good for Dallas. And I saw a lot of guys. There was one person that actually punched a TV. I saw that. So guy thing, not a guy thing, BT, you started off. Yeah. So angry watching a game that you punch a TV or, as Marash did on Saturday night, flip over a table. I saw that as well. I love Marash. Uh, I mean, listen, 
the amount of attention that people seek <laughs> for you know eight nine seconds of a viral video is i'm not saying this is sean i don't, I don't know that was like an outdoor kind that of camera that was a little different yes. but come on man He's, I actually think, what I really think happens in a lot, I don't even think it's like, hey, have the camera on me in case something goes wrong. I think they're watching the game, they rewind it, and then they <laughs> say, oh, my guy just threw a pay. Hey, but I'm going to rewind this, put the phone on, and now I'm going to put my fist through a $500 TV. <laughs> I think these people are morons. I just, I don't understand. I, I mean, I've lost my so temper. clearly not a guy thing. <laughs> not a guy thing. The last time I did anything remotely like that, but it was to myself, I didn't destroy property. I told you I broke my 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 fist when I punched the uh, the concrete wall at the old Meadowlands. I was probably twenty oh, twenty four, yeah. leaving a Jets game. I mean, but to destroy my own property, you are out of your minds. That is not a guy thing. It's not for me. It's more of a kid thing. I remember my friends That's back just... in the day used to play video games. They used to throw the controllers. Like we went to like Sega Genesis controllers, like they were you know hotcakes. Every every other week we get new controllers because they're just breaking. Yeah, but you did it because you were pissed, not because you're like, oh, let me tape this and put no, it online. Right. Exactly. Yeah, there was no online. Oh. If, but I'm sure we would have had them online if there was one. That's true. Uh, be, uh, tiki to you. Okay, yes. Saturday night was terrible. Guy thing, not a guy thing. Turning the game off at the half. <laughs> uh, that actually could be a guy thing. Like, it's I, Saturday I, night. I could see that. It's a Saturday night. You're wasting Saturday night watching the Giants. It's, exactly. Get 20, destroyed. 28 nothing. Wait, wait, wait. You didn't. I, I didn't. No, you didn't. You didn't actually say it's okay to shut the game yeah, off. Yeah, it's okay. No, it's not okay. 28 to nothing. No, you shut it okay. off. No chance. Shut it off. Nope. Here's why. Because no way. When you when you're watching and it's that bad. You shut it off, and they start to come back. Then you can turn it back. No on. way. <laughs> no, but here's the thing: the only way you know that they're coming back is if you're monitoring no, the you game on your learn. phone. So you may as well have a drink and watch the game, or go do whatever oh, else you would stop. you would do on a Saturday night. That's. Not, I mean, listen, I don't mean to hijack your answer, but that is a ridiculous guy thing. Not a guy, a guy thing. thing. Answer. No, it's that's not. You don't believe thing. that. It's a guy that thing. is not a guy thing. You stick with your team. You get triple zeros. You take it on the chin. You move on. At eight fifty. At ten forty-five at night. Probably guy. Hoff, what's your answer? Mets are losing six. I'm watching. Look, I'm watching. Of course I'm you're not watching. I'm never turning it off. 11 o'clock at night. I'm never turning it off. Exactly. It doesn't make a difference. West, it's West Coast game. Never. I may fall asleep if it's really a bad blowout, but I'm not turning it off. Yes. <laughs> That's different. When the body just, just taps out is different than <laughs> yeah. me saying... Proactively, I'm done. Can't can't do it, Teak. I'm ashamed of you. Actually, that that's that's not good. So we were talking about Tom Brady uh, not too long ago, and he. You're I'm, assuming everybody's like this Uber fan. I'm just telling you, they're, um, not, they're not all Uber fans. Uh, I hear you, but most sports fans are gonna <laughs> gonna stick it out. Yeah, I mean, they just trust me on this one, please. Please trust your partner on this one. <laughs> Tom Brady. We oh, talked about Tom Brady. <laughs> He was on a podcast. His podcast is Jim Gray. I'm so and, sorry. His podcast is horrendous. And he was basically dropping some f bombs that. Jim Gray saying, get, a, get get off my lawn. I don't have paid time for this question, whatever. But guy thing, not a guy thing. You have that one friend that just constantly pisses you off. No matter what they say, they're always pissing you off. Friend or somebody that you have to interact with based on circumstances. Friend or somebody who's just there intermittently. Quote, unquote, friend. They're in, their, they're in your life somehow that you can't get rid of. Okay. Who are you going for first up? That's you, BT. Uh, that is, I, I could see it being a guy thing, but I, 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 mine is not a guy thing. Like I've always been of the belief, smaller circle, tighter circle. Um, you know, like I, I go to Myrtle and my golf trips with the same eight guys. Now I, I've made, I've made actually a few lifelong friends. Now that my son and daughter are playing sports and we moved to the suburbs like that, I'm always open to new friendships. But 
if if you're a pain in the ass and, and like it's not just in the jovial way, why am I going to waste your t- Why am I going to hang out with you? Like, is if you're a pain in the ass, there's a chance I can't trust you. Mm-hmm. If I can't trust you, I can't be friends with you. So no, I mean your, your friends are your friends. All right, all right, Tiki. Anything? No. All right. Qu- right. All right. So here's another one. Move on to the next one. Yes. C- play, create, and play as. Your own character in a video game. Guy thing, not a guy thing. <laughs> this is you first. Dave. Well, I, it's absolutely a guy thing. Unless that video game, say it's baseball, and you happen to be a former baseball player, and you're playing as yourself. So, <laughs> guy so, thing for non-professionals. So, Madden, you never played as Tiki Barber? No. Uh, <laughs> I don't believe that. No. Come on. It's just corny. It's no. <laughs> like wearing my own jersey. It's not, no, it's, it's not the corny. same. The jersey, I do understand. I was kidding you, you about Who you about being, it. man? I'm going to be myself. I'll be myself. <laughs> did your kids play as you? Yes, they did. They oh, did. that's got to be amazing. Yeah, yeah what your kids doing? Oh, you just, uh, just playing uh, daddy on, on Madden. I mean, cool. AJ wrote me Dennis one day. 30. AJ wrote me one day, because obviously they live in Greenwich with my ex. And he was like, Dad, they're killing you. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, they only have you like 95 speed. <laughs> like, what version that. was the game? I don't remember. I mean, it was when he was in high school, so it was three years ago, four years oh, ago. Oh, so it was Yeah, it was you like during the pandemic. Vintage when, you. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. It was, it was throwback me. Yeah, I got like, you. Not, not like current, currently. Gotcha. Me. Oh, absolutely, dude. I mean, did they even have yeah, This they is had, absolutely a guy thing. See, not only did, is it a We're guy thing. We're seeing the videos. Of course it's a guy thing. Did you see the video I put out last today? Oh, my God. The show? Wow. Wait, BT made himself in the show? No, 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 no. I haven't. My son has. I haven't done it yet. You made yourself. Oh, your son made himself. My son made himself. Okay. I'm not too far behind. I'm going to do it as well. I just have to figure out how to do it. (laughs) I I figured out the controller. Now I have to figure out how to turn the damn thing on when he's not home. Because that I still don't know how to do. But when I say, Cole, flip it on. Let's play Xbox. The show it's on. And I know how to play. Get to the bullpen. Substitutions. Rework the batting order. I'm good with that. Oh, it's just a matter of time before I create myself. And I'm going to create myself with the vision that I, all the things I wish that I had hair. Wait, are you going to be honest with your. No, your, I'm going to lie. I want to be good. <laughs> no, I mean, you're baseball. You're going to make you no, as you I'm actually gonna my, I'm going to lie. I'm going to make myself good. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be jacked. I'm going to have, instead of these little penciled, skinny, skinny ass legs, I'm going to have tree trunks like Ricky. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to be jacked. I'm going to fly. Oh man, he's obsessed and with this Bible, and, oh. and then Colt's gonna look, watch it and be like, "Dad, who's that?" <laughs> Somebody that uh, Daddy wishes he was when he played. Son, that's all. Two and more, was nowhere near. Two more quick ones. Yeah, yeah, got. Uh, I keep on seeing the viral videos, so I kind of have to ask you: guy thing, not a guy thing. Slap fights. Is not it, a guy thing. That is weird. Thing. That does nothing for me. Nothing. Nothing. You, did you that's just a, zero? Odd. I can't. I cringe when I saw the first one. Uh, the guy was like half dead. It's ridiculous. Yeah, where his face like, like yes, immediately swelled up. And that's from Russia. Ugh. That's not the that's not the uh, American version, which is not saying anything is better. But that's that that's the Russian version, which is that it seems like a little bit more brutal. Mm-hmm. Uh, which yeah, I don't even know if it's possible. By the way, do you know how much they offered a fighter? Like a former UFC fighter showed how much they got offered. It's how much two thousand to compete, two thousand to win. That's it. Yeah, four thousand dollars. That's it. Yeah, to get. I mean, I'm never sniffing you know, how many four thousand, but four thousand. I think it's like five, up to five hits. That? Five hits, and yeah. then what? What you leave? Like you, you, you stand there and take it, or you like concede? Now, are you? Do you have to be? Are like, you? How do you win? I don't know how you. Well, you win when the other person doesn't get up, or he leaves the table. Yeah, like arm wrestling. I mean, there's some like sort knockouts. Of, yeah, yeah. Dude, well, why so, would you not just go box then? 
<laughs> Seriously. Well, that's right. I mean, they, some of these guys, like, they asked guy Eric Spicely, who's a former UFC fighter. Now, he's not even a striker. He's more of like a jiu-jitsu guy. Yeah. But they asked him to, if he wanted to compete, and he saw the money. He's like, it's not worth it. No chance. No, no chance. Well, the, 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 now there's rules. Like, when you do arm wrestling, you have to be connected to certain. I get that. Now, the rules for this, does your behind have to be on seat, or can you stand up you're and standing. leverage the shot? I think you're fully you, standing. Yeah, you're fully standing the whole time. I mean, either way, I no. Stupid. Even as, like, young crazy me no interest in that that is it does nothing for me mm-hmm. i love really mma doesn't. i love boxing this is dumb yes last Not one a guy thing tiki for you did yes. you see the doomsday clock it's to 90 seconds it's the closest it's ever been to to midnight ever it just happened are you a doomsday guy at all? No, I don't know what doomsday. So is. doomsday clock's supposed to be like the. I, I think I just it's like told Armageddon. B- I just told BT that the core of the Earth stopped rotating. Is yes, flip and go back the, going other, the way. other direction actually, which is a little alarming. <laughs> but anyway, so you speaking, we were talking about that. Speaking yeah. of alarming, this is like if it hits midnight, it supposedly Armageddon takes place, something like that. So this is the closest like the Y2K version. What is this? No, it's been sense? it's been since is like this, the 60s. Is this that. because of the war? In Ukraine and like civil unrest, and I don't know mass why shootings and things of that nature. But this, this is the closest it's ever been to midnight. So it's ninety seconds. It went from hundred seconds to ninety seconds. It used to be at like seventeen minutes. We're mm-hmm. at ninety seconds. Just to go down your rabbit hole. Okay, Check so I don't understand. <laughs> like, how does it? How does it get Are, affected one way or the other? I don't know. That's when, why when I'm asking think you. We're closer to having some kind of nuclear attack or something. Hmm. Jeez, what a downer. I mean, God almighty. You could have done without that one. It's the last one. I mean, God. God. Not a guy thing. Armageddon. Uh, I mean, clearly it's going to happen at some point. (laughs) Hopefully not a guy thing. Wouldn't surprise me, obviously. I don't know about the Doomsday Clock. I I got to go look at this. Where'd you find that? Next I know tough. you don't know about that. No, no I just got you to stumble upon that. Yeah, you say today. just tweeted it out. All right, there you go. All right there, Hoff. Good work, buddy. Uh, it is a couple minutes in front of one. Tiki and Tierney on the fan. We have you until two. Connor Roberts coming up after us. We've got a ton of calls to get back to. A little baseball hall of fame. Tell you who I think is going to get in. And obviously, Jones and Rogers, big topic quarterbacks. One here and uh, one might be coming. Tiki and Tierney on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 